everybody. Nerds drink whiskey. Uh, we're uh, we're trying out. We're starting out our sampling of uh, Rittenhouse Rye bottled in bond. Uh, real quick, uh, bottled in bond is a federal certification that a whiskey can have. Uh, that is uh, well, it's hundred proof, so it's not watered down like most whiskeys. Uh, it is uh, from the same distillation season, uh, same distillery, and uh, it's four years. Uh, so, uh, but uh, it being 100 proof and rye, this should be interesting. But we're not going to review that this episode. This episode, we're going to go over. We're going to lean to the nerdy side, and there is so much happening within the uh, the world of Star Wars. So. Uh, I, we're gonna just talk Star Wars the whole time. So, uh, but uh, it's kind of interesting. I think first off, we should discuss uh, Kathleen Kennedy, the head of Lucasfilm. Yes. Uh, she had her contract renewed for three years, which <laughs> a lot of people were really upset about. But I think that three years since her contract was six years and it got renewed for three, that's kind of a slap in the face. That's kind of like a penny tip at your favorite restaurant. It's an insult because if they cared about Kathleen. Kennedy, if they were impressed by Captain Kennedy, Bob Iger, the head of Disney, would have given her at least six years, and if he was impressed by her, she would have gotten a 12-year contract. I think this is a, we're going to run your contract out, you need to finish out your current projects, and then you're out of here unless you really turn things around. Kind of a get your stuff together type of thing? Get your stuff together or, or GTFO. So, uh, um, I don't know, anybody have any thoughts on what, what your your take on the three-year contract renewal of Captain Kennedy is? Yeah, it has a real feel like they've just kind of put a stop to like everything that Star Wars being made. What's out there is kind of... Let's get through this. They've canceled some things, as we'll talk about in a little bit. But three years, it kind of feels more like, let's find somebody else. But for these three years, we'll let you finish up these projects. And well, then we'll have probably somebody better. With the, the new... Um you know, when 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 the re the release of Force Awakens and the new saga and all the spin-offs, the public's uh, mood has shifted so many times for so many different reasons. Yeah, I'm not surprised that you know they might not they might have perfectly good faith in her, but the way the crowd swings is so much these days. Through three years from now, who knows what everyone's going to think? So I think they're leaving themselves open for change if they need it. And rather than locking themselves into, well, if you know she royally screws up, now we're stuck with her kind of thing. Um, yeah, if she turns it around and everything's great, they'll keep her on. So I don't know that they're, you know, signing her death knell in the next three years so much as just it's a sign of the times when public opinion and fan base can shift so rapidly, so quickly. Now, there is a rumor that one of the uh, showrunners for one of the animated uh, Star Wars shows uh, is actually, and I can't remember his name, but he's the one that's uh, taking care of, uh, I think it's the reboot of the Clone Wars, the restart of Clone Wars. Oh. Uh, whoever the head of that is, um, I believe he is rumored to be uh, the replacement that they are kind of preparing. Um, they're grooming him to take her place. Uh, whether that's true or not, uh, we have nothing other than rumor mill to, to substantiate that, but uh, that's kind of the truth. Um, I don't know, anybody else got any uh, thoughts on uh, Kathleen Kennedy's uh, three-year? It needs a change. It, she needs to go, I think. She needs to go, I yeah. think. Yeah. It's, she, it's I mean, time for she, a change. Let me, let me, let, let's be clear, though. We 
don't have I don't have a thing against Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah. I think she did some great work before she took over as the head of Lucasfilm. I think she is a great filmmaker. Uh, I think she is a great talent. I just don't think she was the right choice to be the head of Lucasfilm. That's that's all that we're saying. We have nothing against her as a filmmaker, nothing against her as a person. She just isn't the right person to head up Lucasfilm. That along with the oversaturation of Star Wars is hurting the franchise. I agree with you entirely. There's just a little too much right now. There's really not a lot of, uh, you know, kind of, it's kind of a, a, not really even a hurry up and wait thing anymore because they're constantly trying to pump out new little bits to try and make more money. And as much as everybody loves Star Wars, you kind of have to take just a little bit of a break. You want to make it special. Exactly. You want to make it an event. I don't know. I love Star Wars. I'll take as much as they want to give me as long as it's it's quality. Yes. There you go. See, I like that. And I'm right. Like I agree. Like there's no such thing as too much. There's just thing as not quality. You know, know, same quality over quantity for one thing. Consistency. But then there's also this expectation that they were. I got the feeling that they were expecting these giant box office smashes every single time, which. You're going to get that for the saga and those kinds of things, but the, the spin-offs of the animated series or those things, you're going to have a much... I mean, you're still going to have a pretty good fan base, but it's not the same thing as the mass-marketed, you know, widely appealed. It doesn't that some right. of the other movies have. So as long as their expectations were in line with what they might have... You know, like Solo, a lot of people saw Solo, a lot of people liked it, but you're not getting the same people who are going to see the main saga if that had been their expectation going forward, we still might be seeing more of these other movies. They might not get as high a production value, they might, but, you know, we'd still see them, you know, like the, now they've canceled the Boba Fett movie. That's just blasphemy in my opinion. I don't know. You know, I'm kind of for them killing Boba Fett because he's an awesome person, but part of what's great about Boba Fett is the mystery. You have a whole movie about him, it kills the mystery. Even uh, the prequel, episode two or three, whichever it was, I mean, that kind of killed some of the mystery. You saw him as a kid. It kind of ruined a little bit of Boba Fett's coolness for me. They changed his entire lore from what he, you know, so now he's the clone of a clone. Yeah. And, like, that's not, like, yeah, before he was a unique individual with his own backstory and all that. And so they did flesh him out a lot, like, in the comics and in the books and things. So it's not like he didn't have a rich history. It's just, and then they all tossed it. So now they've got the Mandalorian series, which... He, in the originals, he was the only tied to Mandalorian that we ever saw. He wasn't a Mandalorian, but he used their stuff. And now they're like, okay, that armor is actually clone armor. And so he has no tie to Mandalore or anything anymore. Uh, so I'm kind of curious what they're going to do with the Mandalorian series, because if they start wearing clone trooper armor, because that's the new canon. Yeah, that's weird. Now, it's now just... the, there was news that there was a theft on the set of the Mandalorian. Uh, so... And of course, their biggest worry is not the physical equipment, but the fact that, well, now there's footage that could, it's not only missing now, but could be leaked. So storyline could actually leak uh, before they're ready, which kind of ruins their marketing strategy. Uh, I don't know. Do you think the theft happened because somebody needed some money? Or do you think the theft happened uh, because somebody wants to, basically this, the information on this series is on this John Favreau live action is so coveted that everybody's looking for a news piece. I think because it's so secret, people 
if they get the chance to steal from Star Wars, they will. Absolutely. I don't know if they're going to, I'm sure there are places where they can sell it, but what are they going to do with it? You release it, suddenly you're in trouble for releasing private property. You can't really sell it maybe to a private collector. Uh, probably just somebody looking to leak it or something. So it was footage that was stolen? What was it, a computer? Or? Uh, well, it, was, uh, it was something from the uh, camera department. So probably a camera with an SD card in it, and that SD card has footage. And uh, usually the way people do things like that is... Uh, is they don't, uh, like you don't have uh, the Guardian steal it. Uh, the Guardian buys it from a secret source that stole it. So like basically you have, you have the person that stole it, sells it to a, a, a seller, a reseller. The reseller sells it to the outlet. And yeah. so the outlet has no way of knowing who the thief was. And so that way the thief is always kept secret. So usually when footage like that is stolen, it's usually through this person, through this person, through this person, so that nobody can then trace it back to who actually stole it. So, exactly. So, so it's probably overseas. it's probably a, a crew member that, that took it. I mean, that's that most likely. Know. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but anyways, that uh, that could uh, could cause some very interesting things. Uh, the streaming service doesn't start until 2019, sometime. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. So this is going to be one of Disney's new streaming services pilot shows, right? Uh, th this is kind of one of, one of their one of their big flagships, one of their the big the, basically the draw uh, yeah, of the show. And so there's there's so much riding on it. Number one, they paid money to have John Favreau uh, put it together. That wasn't cheap. Um, and it's live action. Uh, Star Wars has never done a live action series before. So there's that there's that little layer of specialty to it. Um, and yeah, and it's going to be part of the launch of uh, of the Disney streaming service, uh, which still they're saying is going to be cheaper than Netflix. They have not given any information other than that. So it, it could be uh, could be I don't know. It could there, there, there's that plus a bunch of Marvel stuff, which we'll get talk about in a later episode. Do you guys plan but, on su subscribing to the service? Well, I'm an addict. Heck yeah. I'm an addict. I need my drug. Give me my, you know. Exactly. Uh, Disney has so many, so much intellectual property that they own now. Uh, between Marvel, uh, Star Wars, um, all that, I think, I mean, if it's cheaper than Netflix, five bucks, what is it, six bucks, seven bucks? Probably, uh, it's yeah. definitely worth uh, that, um, especially if they have a Roku app. You better get a Roku app because I watch everything. They've got to have a Roku app. I, I, I watch everything through yeah. my Roku player now. Uh, my wife has finally agreed to cut the cord, so we're pretty much going to be everything is going to be Roku internet based so yeah, yeah that's well, all we do and Disney owns 60% of Hulu so they already like uh, so so the more family friendly stuff will be on the Disney streaming service and the the more adult stuff will be on Hulu they've already announced that so uh, so you're you know if they do something that's uh, I don't know, a little bit more... Uh, a little more racy or something? Weinstein Company. Uh, you know, the stuff they used to work release through the Weinstein Company uh, will basically be now through Hulu. Um, and there's rumors that uh, Disney is about to start purchasing more of Hulu. So it could be... Uh, Hulu could be basically a 100% Disney property before too long. Oh, I hope they and, fix it. Yeah. I dislike Hulu. I don't know. <laughs> I don't like the commercials. I don't like... Well, you're supposed to. What they want you to do is pay a little bit so yeah. that you don't get the commercials. Yeah, we we pay the for commercials the commercial are basically free a, version, and that was definitely it's like four bucks a month extra, and that's definitely worth it if you actually watch anything regularly on there. Yeah, and I don't know that I would at this point. However, when that comes around, 
I'll probably do it. All right, so uh, I think in closing, unless you guys have anything further to say, uh, next week we're going to be giving our review of the Rittenhouse Rye uh, bottled in bond. And uh, if you have anything, uh, any Star Wars topics you think we missed, please mention them in the comments. Uh, and know that December 8th is our Christmas party. And uh, you can just go to the nerdsdrinkwhiskey.com page for that. Uh, and at our Christmas party, we will have not just our shot glasses for free, not just our lowball glasses for free, but we will have Nerds Drink Whiskey t-shirts for everybody that shows uh, while supplies last, which they probably should. Um, so anyways, free t-shirts at our December 8th Christmas party. Uh, we're going to be having uh, lots of different uh, uh, nerdy themed whiskeys that are out, like for instance the, the White Walker uh, whiskey from Game of Thrones and different things like that. So uh, I think there's a Thor whiskey I heard about. Um, so uh, December 8th, our Christmas party. Uh, you can also, if you want, you can look for us on iTunes now. We are available on iTunes. And uh, see you next time on Nerds Drink Whiskey.